Today's Dabs Masech is Rosh Hashanah, Davchav Beis, the Mishnah, the beginning of the third parak, discusses the acceptance of witnesses for the sanctification of the Numan, the Kiddush HaChodesh, that the court does not recognize. There are people that just walk in off the street, they saw what they saw, and they come in and give their testimony. Initially, this was allowed, but what happened over time is you had a heretical sect called the Baitusim, whose founder, Baitus, was a student of Antigonos. We are familiar with Antigonos Ish Soho from Pirke Avod in the first chapter. These were students who took the words of their teacher, they took them and they ran with them in their own direction, and unfortunately they went off the path and became heretics. They notoriously attempted to derail and undermine the rabbinic authority at various times. This was the Tkufa, the period that was the period of the Pharisees, the Prushim. In this instance, they would pay people off the street to pose as witnesses and offer false te- testimony overseeing the new moon, wrecking havoc on properly being able to properly declare the months. The Gemara describes how this sham was uncovered, and from that point on, only recognized witnesses were received for testimony on Kiddush HaChodesh. The incident described how one of the hired false witnesses was a double agent, posing as a Baitusi, but really was actually a Prussian disguise, who was from the, it was from the rabbinic community. He revealed the sham, and the base in the court said the money he was paid, he could take as a reward. Rush explains that the mechanism that the court was awarding the money was the principle of Hefker based in Hefker that the, the basin, the court, is invested with the power, the authority to declare property ownerless. In other words, if the witness would have given false testimony, he would have the right to the money legally speaking. This is, of course, notwithstanding the fact that the witness was hired to commit an avera. The, the witness was, was hired to commit a sin from the Aserda Dibot, nonetheless, to give false testimony. So Shulchan Aruch and Choshe Mishpat, Simentes brings the halacha as follows. Me'od, me'od. It's an unbelievable way of starting halacha. Very, very. A person has to be extremely cautious. It's talking about the rules of judges. And a person is not supposed to take any bribes. Even to make somebody innocent. to A person who's innocent to give him a verdict of innocence. And if he took the money, he has to give it back. Comes in the Sivus of Mishpat, the great Rav Yaakov of Lisa, the Achon on the, on the Shulchan Aruch, and raises the doubtful case, the case of Safik, of a person who was hired to be a false witness, whether that person must return the money. And he differentiates between a bribe that a judge gets and the Eidu Sheker, the false testimony. The Torah prohibits the lie, but there's actually no prohibition on taking the money. And this proof comes from our Gemara and the Rashi. A different application is quoted by the Teshuras Shai, another Achron, in a case where a salesman was hired to overcharge a customer. And his proof case is from an individual who hires a zona, person who hires a prostitute. This person is sinning, but he still has to pay. So too, the salesman must be paid. Others argued on this comparison that by the prostitute, the act is irreversible. But the overcharge in a sale, at the end of the day, could be reimbursed. After all is said and done, the case at hand is after the fact. This person went, he was trying to, he's trying to expose this sham of the baitusim. So the basin is awarding him the money. We should take this from this. There might be a halachic permission to make someone's property ownerless and award it to somebody else. We are required to pursue a life of integrity and ethical behavior and to assist in calling out corruption when we see it happening.